Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is Scott Max, Senior SEO at Stepforth Web Marketing as well. Unfortunately, John Car- Carcutt couldn't be with us today, and uh, well, we hope he's having a good day. You know, things can get a little busy over there at Advanced Internet. So, today, how you doing there, Scotty? I am fantastic. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right. you, you know, well, you're, you're lucky I'm even here today because the power went out and it was out for about an hour and then it came on just before now. So we're lucky. <laughs> yes, I'm lucky. I'm more like our listeners are lucky. They don't just hear just me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> might, might cause some bounce rates at Webmaster Radio. It, yes, 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 yes. Um, so uh, <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll jump into it. Well, first thing I wanted to share was something that uh, some good news from us. Uh, you know, we do uh, at Stepforth. We've been doing a lot of work with um, uh, sites that have been penalized. Um, people have been calling with uh, some pretty horrible situations. Uh, one one of which was this uh, client of ours who's a t- total go getter. Everything we said immediately, he went at it, did it. It was like shocking how fast everything got done. But uh, you know, Scott did this <laughs> really really intense audit, and um, you came up with quite a few things he needed to improve, didn't you? Uh, there were a couple of big things, and for life of me, I'm, I'm trying to pull up the audit now because I've been so busy, I can't remember specifically what they were. But um, yeah, he had a few issues that were definitely in need of attention, so, which yeah, most and, audits and, are. Yeah, and while you do that, like, just to give you a little background here, the, the site had essentially been um, relegated to the, wow, I mean, every, it was pretty much destroyed. It, it just didn't have any kind of exposure. So uh, we were called to look at it. Uh, he'd already done some work on uh, link removal. Um, you know, he already had the savvy to go ahead and start uh, consolidating some of the stuff that's been, uh, that were obvious pain points for him. Uh, and as a result, he uh, uh, still hadn't gotten anywhere and he brought us in. So uh, Scott, do you have that up there now? Yeah, he had he had a lot of issues. Uh, he had he had some bad link issues for sure. Uh, he had a lot of duplicate content and a lot of thin content, which he was definitely working to clean up. That was a pretty substantial issue there. Um, you know, he had a lot of the fundamental stuff that people are missing out on, like duplicate title tags and that sort of thing. Uh, just sort of scanning down here. Do do do. Um, oh, then oh, this was actually a fun one. He also had um, some sections of his site that had the meta robots tag put in as index follow, but in his robots.txt file, he was blocking those pages. So he had a lot of contradictions for whatever reason that really shouldn't be there. Um, never seen that one before. Also canonical tags that were incorrect, uh, listing the incorrect page. So that's not good. Um, 
But it was funny because, you know, I remember sending him the audit, I think it was on a Friday, and on the Saturday he emailed saying, I've implemented everything, why haven't my rankings come back up? And I remember thinking, <laughs> it hasn't even been 24 hours yet, how, how did you even do that? Yeah, that's not usually a good sign when we have a client do that, we're like, oh no, this is going to be fun, because uh, it's, it's I hard, I mean, we know, we know why, I mean, they obviously, no one wants to be without any rankings, especially when, I know in this case, they have a lot of eggs in that basket. So they were screwed. They were, but it all got better. It did. It did. And, <laughs> and, and the record time for us, we've never had it happen so fast. It was what, within five days? Uh, it was something around. It was. I'm pretty sure it was less than a week from the time that we sent him the recommendations to the time that his rankings came back and, his, more importantly, his traffic came back. Yeah, well, and, and, and I feel like I should be saying with, on most ads, results may vary. Um, <laughs> we don't, uh, this is really fast, but I mean, we've seen a month, maybe two months, but that fast is, that's amazing. Um, so I mean, kudos. And I know one thing he did too, was he'd removed all of the doorway pages that he had in there in the past. There was no just fixing them. It was all removed. Um, yeah, he, he made some pretty strong moves, you know, to clean things up, which is what, what's necessary. You need to prove that you are making every attempt to get back in the good books. I think the real takeaway, though, is if you hire somebody, whether it's us or our competition, even though no one would ever go there, um, <laughs> if, you, if you hire someone to give you recommendations on how to fix your site, consider implementing those recommendations because apparently it can help. Yes. <laughs> I hear a little tongue-in-cheek there. Um, yeah, no, no, not at all. No, no, no. Well, you know, and it is sort of a pet peeve. We, we experience this all the time where, where we say stuff and then we find out they weren't done and, and yet we're still getting grief. And, and it's, it's sad because we, we know we really want the client to do well too. Um, but in any case, uh, I just wanted to share that you know, there are success stories out there. Um, that one's probably the best one by far for us anyway. Uh, and uh, it's, it's, it, for him, it was all about just s- extreme speed. Like, wow, it was amazing. Um, and, and, you know, dovetailing that into what, what's come out recently is um, in Search Engine Roundtable, uh, Search Engine Land, uh, many of the forums, there's been discussion about well, SEMOs in particular because they have the weather report, Google weather report. They were actually noticing that uh, uh, there was huge changes uh, within Google on the 14th, which implied some sort of algorithmic update. Uh, no one actually seems to have any intel on whether or not anything was negatively impacted. I mean, did you see anything about that? I don't actually recall seeing anything. Yeah, you know, I um, went through everybody in our analytics account, and, you know, there's 30 or 40 clients in there, and nobody had any impact whatsoever around that date. Everything was just status quo, except, of course, the, the client we just talked about, which I think yeah. is coincidental. Yeah, me too. Uh, he says, Here's some quotes, though. From uh, One is from Moz. Uh, I imagine it was Dr. Pete anyway, Dr. Pete Myers. He says, on 11-14, the top 10 domains held 15.4% of the page, uh, page one positions. We track on 11-15, uh, it jumped to 15.9. So, you know, not huge percent, but Wikipedia, Amazon, and eBay all gained in the average to 3 to 5% range. Oh, well, they needed that. You know, they weren't doing too well. <laughs> They're hurting for sure. That Wikipedia, <laughs> never see them in search results. No, never. No, no Google just totally hates them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dr. Pete, who analyzes this stuff, wrote at the end, unfortunately, there's no clear pattern, and Webmaster Chatter has been relatively normal. 
I'm, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, because I hadn't heard anything other than what I noticed here. Um, I'm waiting on some of the other third-party weather stations to see if they confirm. I love that. If anyone saw unusual changes to the rankings, please leave a comment. Uh, truth is, this is what Barry wrote. Normally, the chatter and analytics tools do match. Here, they do not for some reason. You know, maybe it was tweaks to Hummingbird. And, and you know, something I really like, I mentioned this in the last show we recorded, or actually we did that live with um, with John, is that how Danny referred to Hummingbird as the new Google. It's it's not an update to like an algorithmic update. It is the Google update. I mean, it is a complete change in how Google has, it's their entire engine has been rewritten. Um, all these updates like Panda and Penguins, they're, they're true updates. They're, 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 uh, you know, a, an improved muffler or whatever it may be, right? Um, and so it's, it's Hummingbird, it's still in being Im- implemented, perhaps. Maybe there's some elements that they're still tweaking. You know, the engine needs to tune up here and there and makes these kind of changes. And, and you never know whether that's really going to have any impact on, on overall rankings. Um, and in this case, it doesn't seem to just improve the guys that don't need it. Hmm, wonderful. Uh, <laughs> let's take a quick break and we get back. We've got a few other pieces of news. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Why do over 15,000 small businesses love working with Infusionsoft? Because we believe in people and their dreams. We empower entrepreneurs and our groundbreaking tools help small businesses grow and thrive. We listen, we care, we serve our customers, and we do what we say we'll do. We're always trying to find new ways to innovate and to improve our all-in-one sales and marketing platform. Most of all, from email to e-commerce, we help small businesses like yours succeed. Go to Infusionsoft.com radio to watch a free product demo. That's Infusionsoft.com radio. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Search Kingdom. We explore the world of search marketing, give in-depth analysis inside the important industry headlines, and interview with the most important industry thought leaders. Search Kingdom, on demand inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. 
only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc., and my co-host, Scott Van Eck, Senior SEO at Stepforth, who is graciously filling in for John Carcutt, uh, who can't make it today. And again, I hope he's having a good day. Miss him already. Well, uh... Let's see here. What are we getting into next? Uh, <laughs> Google Zebra. Now, this was something that was posted at um, – actually, I've got a Search Engine Journal noted here, but I thought it was – yes, it was. Search Engine Journal posted this. Uh, Michael Campolitano posted an article about Google Zebra being an update and how it's the merchant of doom. Um, it was a good article, and it was something that was brought up on our community. Uh, and thanks for bringing that up, guys. I believe it was Mark Taylor and John Carcutt were talking about it on the SEO 101 community on Google+. And uh, why it was brought up was not so much that there's such thing as Zebra update, that as far as we know. Well, not as far as we know. There is no update that we know of that is, uh, has happened, um, and certainly speculation at this point. However, Matt Cutts has talked about um, merchant updates or, or, or merchant rank updates. So um, there's there's something to that. Now, what this update is about is essentially removing a lot of the noise caused by duplicate content and, frankly, garbage from merchant sites, sites that are having e-commerce. And uh, what really comes out of this is that uh, he put together some good points, um, things that you should be looking at if you have an e-commerce site. And, frankly, even if you don't, there's a few good tips here. Uh, and uh, I thought it would be worthwhile for Scott and I to jump through these. So why don't you take on the first one there, Scott? Okay, um, I, I gotta open it up here. Um, oh, so really, you want to recognize and <laughs> utilize the content that you have. Um, I, I, I'm not prepared to answer this particular bullet point. <laughs> reading it, <laughs> I'm like reading it as we go here. <laughs> okay, um, so recognizing the light is in the content you have. So first of all, um, if if you're doing a lot of uh, optimization. Um, maybe you're adding new content to your site. One thing I took away from this, and I, it wasn't actually what they wrote about, but was to you know reuse content that you've got back there that's been that's done really well and really could be out of date. This needs to be updated. Uh, that's something that very 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 few people, and I've met including Stepforth, uh, that do because it's something that uh, gets lost in the mix. The fact is. If an if a article has done well before for a particular topic and you update it and you know socially share it and get it out there again, it has a better chance of ranking again. Um, and frankly, it, it just makes a lot of sense. People are linking to that content. Well, they're not taking to content that's out of date. They're taking to the new page or a page with new content and updates. Uh, so that's one thing I like to do. Uh, what else is in there, Scott? Uh, one thing that a lot of people really avoid is making your design accessibility accessible friendly you know a lot of people have screen readers or a lot of you know a lot of people that can't just look at your normal website and and get what it's all about so having this accessibility is i think going to be a really big thing moving forward yeah and, and it's it's uh, in this case they note americans with disabilities act um one of the things we did a, a long time ago my gosh i can't i'm trying to remember the name of the site what was the name of the site that was the first um, accessible search engine that we worked on Oh God, that was a long time ago, like two thousand and three, maybe. Uh, yeah. You searched. You searched. 
That's right. That, look yeah. at that. I can't, I can't read a bullet point, but I can remember something from 10 years ago. <laughs> well, it, it was, we were pretty proud of it. We were working with the, the gentleman, uh, his name escapes me now, but from, from, the, the, from the beginning uh, to create a search engine that was the first one that was meant for uh, the essentially disabled. Uh, and at the time, it was quite revolutionary. Uh, it did, unfortunately didn't take off too far, but it, it was, I thought it was a really, really neat project to be involved with. And the reason for it is, there is a huge market there. Uh, you know, the, the disabled, uh, the blind, uh, you know, in, in any case, uh, was one market that was huge. Um, but there are many markets in the disabled that community that are, are they're quite well off. They certainly have uh, expendable income and, and they're forgotten so often. Um, never mind the fact that it's just, it's frankly uh, a good thing to do to allow them to have the access that they normally don't get from websites. And it is uh, an entirely different uh, set of steps that you have to apply to your website to make it uh, purely accessible. So, you know, look into that. Uh, they also have a, a a, lo- a, a list of sites on the on the uh, article here that we've noticed um, that will get you to some info on that. But frankly, just type in uh, make how to make your website accessible, uh, and and you'll find lots of info. The next one's how to have a comparison engine. Uh, again, they're calling it Zebra. I, I guess you know what <laughs> I think they're doing. It's pretty smart what they're doing in a sense that they're cornering the term Zebra because they have been picking a lot of black and white pets. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good ch- well you know pets, yeah yeah not pets animals and there's a good chance that zebra is going to be one so why not corner that right now yeah, clever anyway I, uh <laughs> I, I think that's a good idea so uh in this case they're talking about having a comparison engine within your system uh they claim that that will be something that zebra will look for i don't know how they could know that but there's no harm whatsoever including that within your site I certainly uh, I, I enjoy using comparison engines when I'm working um, it's any site, going through it and doing some shopping. I, I use it every time. You know, yeah. if I'm if I'm buy, I, I almost never buy the product from them. I usually go to Costco and buy it. But I, I <laughs> oh, use, yeah, I love, I, I love I, <laughs> yeah, I use them every time. So you know, it's fantastic. A little bit more technical to implement. Well, maybe not. you should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck, and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today. Not so much now with all the plugins and stuff that are out there, but very user friendly. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, the next one is including the schema.org markup for your products. Now, I even I sense within me a shudder at the word schema. It just sounds so non-user friendly. And <laughs> it isn't exactly the, the most exciting reading. But essentially what it is is a way to markup the content on your page and marking up not visually but in the back end in this code so that when a search engine visits the page and tries to interpret what the, the content is on the page, they see this markup which adds additional context and relevance to that, te- that content. That way, they can make better use of it and perhaps display it the way it's meant to be displayed. Uh, there's a lot 
of schema markup available. And one of the notes I made in our community was, okay, well, this is great news, but you know that that our great a great tip. Let's mark up your products. But where do you stop? There are so many different markups you can do. Do and I wonder just you know what point does it become not worthwhile? Just do some basics. Maybe this is price. This is the price plus shipping. This is um, the name. This is the description. This is when it was noted. This is the ID or the um, SKU number. Done. Or do you go? All the way into all the different, well, obviously you want review elements. If there's reviews there, you want to make sure those are marked up so that Google can show, potentially show the review for your product within search results, which again, using proper schema markup will make your rankings stick out and stand out from your competitors, thus improving, technically, the or theoretically, I should say, the chances of being clicked. Um, and everyone wants that. I don't know. Scott, you've been looking to schema.org. I know I've been doing a lot of it, so I ask you to look more into it yourself so you can get familiar with it. How have you found it? Is it seem user-friendly? It uh, it can certainly be very intimidating, especially for a non-programmer. But the fundamentals are fairly straightforward, though. I mean, actually marking things up is pretty simple. I think the the hardest part is really going through and seeing what, what you can use, what properties can you apply to your page that actually apply and make sense. And, you know, it's not really hard, but it can be uh, a bit tedious if, if you're kind of a first-time user. You, you know, you're going through the lists at schema.org trying to figure out which to pull from and what you can actually use. And um, But I think it's definitely worthwhile. And, and, you know, moving forward a year or two from now, I think it's going to be uh, hugely important. Mm-hmm. Well, and one of the things that uh, you can use to see if you're not your website has proper schema is, and you may not even know, because of course some people look at code in the back end, you know, it's what you find when you click on view and then source in your browser, um, that's under the view tab, then source, you'll see a lot of code. It gets a little bit overwhelming. Well, one way to see it though is to go type in and search on Google for the Google Structured uh, Data Testing Tool. Structured Data Testing Tool. And when you do that search, you'll, you'll, you'll get to their tool that they've created, and then you just plunk in the URL that you want to look at. And in this case, if you want to test your site and you've got an e-commerce site, just pick one of your product pages. Put it in there, and what it'll do is it'll, it'll parse that, skarma, that skarma, schema, and it'll tell you essentially what's in the page that is identifying the content. And if there's nothing there, you won't see anything there. It'll say no schema found within the content that it, it shows. So if you see it, though, check it out. It could very very well be that you've got already set up quite well. It's something that's built into the e-commerce system you're using. Or you could find out that it is uh, incorrect. Maybe the wrong thing is, is marked up. Or maybe there's only two things marked up and you see so many opportunities for more. Um, and then it's just a matter of contacting your webmaster, a programmer, whoever it is that manages your site technically, and ask them to add more of the schema. Um, and they can either do it themselves or find someone who knows how to do that and, and get it done right. Uh, it's very worthwhile. Absolutely no question whatsoever. It's just a bit of, a, a bit of work. So something to consider. Uh, we've got a few other points here that are, uh, we'd like to get back into, but uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. And a pitch. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! 
How about catching more attention like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand just like Sony, Visa, and Nike for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything: fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, Welcome what you back need to is authoritylabs.com. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Making your life smarter, and my co-host, Scott Brenner, Senior Advisor. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, uh, we were talking about some of the... Points made okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Updates that could be coming to Google. Uh, he's termed it the zebra update. Uh, again, there's no correlation or there's no fact to this having been done or coming, but it's, uh, it's worthwhile, a lot of these tips. Now, uh, the next part was uh, Google authorship. Um, he says, add Google authorship to your website and claim your content. Now, 100% agree with that. And one of the things that John Carcott brought up, and again, I think it's a, it's a good thing to remind it for people of, is that you don't use Google authorship to add yourself as an author for product pages. So any page, frankly, any page in your website uh, that's not a post, that's not an article, should never have your face attached to it. Should not be, uh, you know, Ross Dunn did not write this page of services. No, the company did, and that's when he used the rel equals publisher tag. And uh, you want more information on that? Uh, step forth. We wrote. A, I wrote a manual on this, uh, and it's uh, how to add Google authorship to your website. Very simple. You can find it really quickly. But uh, it's free. All that. Download it. I think it'll be easy. Make it a lot easier for you. But the point of the matter is, do not add Google rel equals author to every page. That's against Google guidelines. Uh, they're not very strict about it yet, but they certainly don't want you to do it. And you know what happens with Google. Let's not strict now. We'll be later. Let's just make sure you don't make any stumbles right now. In any case, it is beneficial and only use rel equals author on blog posts and, and, and um, articles. What's the next one there, Scott? Uh, product videos and a YouTube page. Um, yeah, I definitely agree that, you know, they're recommending creating that YouTube page, having videos to showcase all your products and, 
and you know make sure that you transcribe them and and really make them fully accessible usable to your your site visitors and, and get some of that google love yeah yeah and and i mean when it comes to videos there is a whole nother science to optimizing them i wish i were more up to date on it i'm i'm on must admit i'm not if i ever do need to do um any kind of video optimization for clients, I often bring in an expert uh, just because it's another world. I mean, it's the second largest search engine online is uh, Google, is YouTube. I mean, it's massive. Um, so I would say that uh, either do your homework or bring someone on who can help you. Um, I can always hook you up if you need some help with someone, with some of this work. So um, in any case, video, huge. And, and another thing I want to stress one of the things, the best things I ever did for Stepforth was when I added videos to our site. And it was me just talking about what we offer. And having that personal touch makes such a difference when someone wants to know more about you, your company, and, and they want to feel some reason to trust you. Uh, it stands out from the rest. How many people do it? Very few. And how many people do it well? Very few. Whether or not I did it well is up to you. But I do <laughs> think it's uh, um, a really, really good tactic that so many people forget to do. I think you now, did it well. Well, oh, shucks. Thank you. And, and yes, you still get paid this month. All right. All right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, have a live chat. I don't know about this. It's never a bad thing, he says. I guess he's, he's struggling for points. I don't know. It's, it's not a bad thing. Of course, when you're going to an e-commerce site, it's, it's, it's useful if someone's having any issues during the process, the sign-up process, or whatever it may be. Maybe they got a question about your product. Have uh, the ability to help them out. I'm I, sure it does lower abandon rates. You know, it's funny to me because I use these live chats quite often. I've used them a number of times on a number of different types of sites. And they, I find them, from a user perspective, can be very beneficial. But how would Google really know? I mean, they can see that you're offering one, and that's easy to do. But they can't see the level of quality that you're providing through it. They don't see your logs, your chat logs with these people. So just the fact that you have one, is that going to be enough for them to say, hey, you get some brownie points for that? I mean, I don't know. You could fake that pretty easily, I think. I'd, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it should be a in, point. It, in their defense, I guess he doesn't say anything to do with it helping with rankings. I think he just added this as a positive effect for your conversions, and fair enough. It may, but like you said, maybe it didn't deserve to be here. Um, next part is paying attention to page speed and load times. So we actually just dealt with this with one of our clients, one of our best clients. We realized that uh, you know using the Google Page Speed tool, which you can find very easily online, uh, it told us that their mobile uh, rank or their uh, it gave a ranking of their mobile um, uh, how do you put it use not usability the code essentially on their site how it would fare in a mobile viewing uh, atmosphere someone was looking at it with their with their phone and it was dismal and I thought oh geez how do we miss this so it's something that you have to focus on uh, so much of traffic right now is coming through tablets through smartphones and some of them are so big that they might as well be tablets um there's a there's a lot to this and that's just with mobile never mind desktop page speed people are notoriously fickle these days because there's a lot of competition out there uh so make sure that you do use the proper uh tools to check your site on a regular basis and make sure that you are keeping your site up to date have clear and concise company policies uh you know he says, one sure thing that Google Zero will be eyeing for is your company policies, internally and towards consumers. Make sure you have an easy-to-find privacy policy, terms and conditions, shipping and return, and anything else you think is relevant to the consumer and or the law. 
One thing is for sure. I don't know whether it's for sure, but I would say that uh, there's certain. It's certainly reasonable that Google would look to make sure that um, you have these policies in place. Uh, how well they're written, all that stuff. No, I somehow doubt that. Unless they're doing manual, of course. And that's when we come to the next one, which is um, how to become a Google trusted store. Um, and you know, one of the points he's making in this article is how uh, trusted stores. Uh, is a great way for Google to start pushing people towards a world where they're going to have to, or e-commerce sites to a world where they're going to have to pay to even be shown in search results. Um, I don't know. That's sufficiently evil. I, I think it, I think it could happen. <laughs> what do you think, Scott? I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah, it definitely. <laughs> well, it certainly could happen. I, I don't know, though. It's you, you know, they've sort of been talking about not doing this for so long and to sort of turn the tables and just yeah, okay, you got to pay now. I, yeah, I, well, I think it could happen, but you might have a bit of a uh, a riot on their hands. Yeah, well, what's, what are people going to do? <laughs> That's the problem. But, I mean, you look yeah. at uh, um, Google product search. That was free. Now it's paid. Um, you know, ever since they went to the uh, IPO, uh, everything went to hell, as it usually does. And on the last point here, it says pay attention to reviews, um, and that's uh, uh, that's a no-brainer. If anyone out there who has an e-commerce site or any kind of business is not paying attention to reviews, then they, they need to immediately do that. Uh, there's absolutely no question whatsoever that, that reviews play a role in uh, the efficacy of your site and your business online. How much of an effect it has in, in actual organic results for Google is that's difficult to determine unless we're talking about local search, um, which is uh, what's, what you sometimes see um, when you're doing a local search. Like, uh, let's say I live in Victoria here, so Victoria, B.C. Um, uh, restaurants. And the first thing that you will generally see is because you're doing a regional search is a, a, a I don't even know what they're calling it anymore. I can't keep track of it. What's, I, I used to call it the one box, the local pack, whatever you want to call it. But it's a local box full of just local results. And then after that, the regular Google organic search appears. Uh, so, yes, in local Yelp reviews make a big difference. They will show up more often and there'll be more there'll be, uh, you know, star ratings for the different businesses. That's only... I think I've seen that in actual Google results for businesses, but only if they have local rankings. How about you, Scott? I, yeah, I agree with that. I don't think that's. I don't think I've really seen them much at all, to tell you the truth. But yeah. definitely local, local specific for sure. I don't know if I've ever seen it for something more broad. Yeah, like you know, if I if I if I hunt for our business name, then I will see um, ratings. But again, that's more, you know, you're targeting the company name versus yeah. just doing a search for SEO. Or whatever. Yeah, brand, brand specific searches are a bit of an exception there for sure. Yeah. Anyway, those, those are the points for the article. I thought it was a, a good opportunity to, to get some content written for us. So thank you, uh, Mike, <laughs> for putting that together. And for Mark Taylor and John for talking about this and bringing it to my attention. I'm, I'm going to plus yeah. one his article just because. Just yeah, for this, I guess we should, eh? <laughs> There, I'm doing it right now, too. Shared. Ooh, I'm even sharing. There you go. Suck up. He deserved it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for joining me today, Scott. I I appreciate you filling in my my dead spots and helping me with a few of the points. It's always good to have you on. Yeah, I think that was my 10th show, so I don't know. I guess now I go straight to 20. Yeah, 
maybe the most important one would be the hundreds after this. Oh, that's a lot of shows. <laughs> we'll to get you on more often. Yeah. Well, uh, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and Scott Van Ack, the senior SEO at Stepforth, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. You can also email me via ross at stepforth.com and or you can reach John Carcut on Twitter via at John Carcut. Have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes which air at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Have a great week. This has been a presentation of webmasterradio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.